You're listening to a Youth Takeover edition of the Remaking Tomorrow podcast, where teens host the program and welcome peer guests. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Remaking Tomorrow, a series of conversations about the future of learning. I'm DeAndre Josie, and I'm here with Christine Berry. This is a podcast powered by Remake Learning, a network that ignites engaging, relevant, and equitable learning practices in support of young people navigating rapid social and technological change. On today's episode, we'll be talking with two youth guests about ideal learning environments, both today and what they could look like in the future. To start, let's meet our guests. Hi, my name is Darren. I'm in eighth grade, and I live in Coriopolis, PA. Hello, everyone. My name is Jennifer Lynn. I am in 11th grade, and I live in Pittsburgh, PA. So today we will be talking about the best conditions to foster learning and some ways that schools and educators can create them. Before we get into the details, we first want to talk about the concept of safe spaces. While most people involved in learning, students and educators alike, agree that safe spaces are critical for learning, the term can mean different things to different people. So to start off, what does a safe space mean to you? A safe space is like home, basically. So like in the comfort of my own house, I feel safest because I'm just more relaxed and comfortable. I totally agree, actually. For me, though, safe space means just the place where student voices can outshine and be comfortable with it. Why, if at all, are safe spaces important for learning? Safe space is important for learning because if you're at comfort in your home or wherever you are, then you're more engaged in what you're learning because you're more open, you're more comfortable, you're more relaxed, so you're able to process it better. It is very important to learn a safe space because, again, like you're relaxed, um, you concentrate better, you're focused, um, and you know what you're doing and you're not easily distracted. And those are very like key factors to healthy learning. Those are really good answers. Yeah, they're really good answers. I actually have a follow-up question for both of you. Do you think that your safe space has changed before the pandemic and after the pandemic was? Actually, yes, because Before the pandemic, I'd usually be outside with, like, my friends hanging out. And then whenever the pandemic happened, everything was on lockdown. And then I recently moved here to Pennsylvania. So it was a big change, basically. So I feel like my safe space definitely has changed. I would say I'm definitely more comfortable at home rather than other places. But as the world is starting to open up more, I feel like I'm starting to be comfortable in different places more than rather just home. I think before COVID, I was an extrovert. I really loved hanging out with friends. I loved studying together. I loved going out. But as COVID came along, I wanted to keep my family safe. So I maintained at home. I did everything at home. And I think I was slowly creeping into that routine. But as like the world is opening again, I am pushing myself to go out there and to see friends again. And since school is coming back and it's not going to be online, I've been also trying to foster that. I definitely think my safe space has changed, but it is also coming back. Would you say that your safe spaces have challenged you in any way, shape, or form? Like, have they encouraged you to break out of the comfort shell that you're used to being in? Or has it given you a new perspective for you to look at things in a new light? Definitely. Because if I'm at home, usually I would be too nervous to go up to, like, one of my friends or text them and be like, hey, can I have your study notes or something like that? But now I feel like I'm able to branch out more and be like, hey, I need your notes. Like, can I borrow your notes or something? Or just, like, 
go to someone's house and say, hey, do you want to hang out or something like that, I feel like it would be less awkward. I feel like I've definitely built up that self-esteem to do things. Going back to school and kind of just shifting into online learning, it was kind of difficult for me. At first it wasn't. At first it was all new and like, yay, we get to stay home. We don't have to wake up at seven. But as the year passed by, you kind of get tired because it's always in your bedroom. You always have to look at that screen for at least eight hours a day and you slowly break down and schoolwork comes on top. So I think it was quite a challenge for me to keep up with the schoolwork and to maintain that routine that I made for myself and keep it that way. But I think it was the challenge for its best. I think I did grow. I challenged myself to be in another environment that I wasn't used to and learning that way and accommodating to it. I understand exactly how you feel being very out there with everyone, always ready to go, always ready to help a lending hand. But then when the pandemic hit, kind of put a standstill on everything, waking up in my bedroom to log into a computer and sit there and learn, I know situations like that aren't really ideal. And it wants you to kind of close yourself in. Once you close yourself in, it's kind of like you're digging yourself a hole. It's going to be hard to climb out of it. The fact that you guys are able to find that being at home, even in a pandemic, that you can find that as a safe space to continue growing and learning absolutely amazes me because I wish I could have that same positivity going through school, sitting at a computer all day, every day. I definitely agree as well. Everyone here has some really good points, and I can definitely relate to the fact that we're all being clustered inside of our own spaces. And it can get really stressful, you know, because you lack space and you lack movement, which I really think is beneficial if you're improving, whether it's your learning or yourself as a person. But I actually have a question. Do you think the safe space that you are currently in now, would it motivate you to do more or would you lose confidence for it? When I'm at school, honestly, I feel as though my grades are better than they are when I'm at home. So I feel like when I'm at home, I need to strive more to keep my grades up, which makes me study more and do more things like that to make sure that I still get the same education I would get as in the classroom. For me, it would be both. I think whenever I needed most of like friendship and support, it was really hard to get that when you're in your own space and at home. And one of the biggest losses of COVID-19 was interaction. When you're at school, you can talk to a friend nearby. You can go up to the teacher's desk, ask for a question. But when you're on Zoom or you're on Teams, you can't do that. Only one person speaks at a time, and it's usually the teacher nowadays. So I think that was definitely a loss on just you have to navigate through online learning by yourself, or you have to go out of your way to talk to new teachers from the school year that you've never met, and that's also very intimidating, or even students that you've never met in school. I actually know a few people that are new students that came on last year, and they haven't met anyone in school. I understand how it feels to talk to a teacher that you've never met, but imagine talking to new teachers, new students, new counselors, new staff. It's very intimidating. It's very hard for these students, but also I think it has been a growth for me Learning in a new environment, it definitely pushed me to take care of myself, to be independent. And it also has taught me to get off your phone because (laughs) eight hours of computer each day and then spending that time on your phone afterwards is horrific. So it also has taught me to not base your whole life on technology. Take a break from it, go on a walk, enjoy some nature. I can agree with that 100%. (laughs) Me too.
because technology devices in general, there's always so much blue light and your body can only handle so much. So staying off of your phone right after school is (laughs) a perfect move to do. As I recall before, both of you have said that your home and school is what you deem as a safe space. So which would you prefer to be in that environment? Would you prefer being in a school or would you prefer being at home? And which allows you to study and feel at your best? I feel as though home because... I feel like I have more resources at home because, like, say you were at school and you forgot supplies that you need, like notebook paper or, like, pencils. Instead of going up to someone and say, hey, can I borrow your pencil? And they say no. Or you can just be at home and, like, go up to, like, a sibling or something, say, hey, can I borrow a pencil? And just get it super quick. I do all my work in the kitchen. So, like, my pantry is literally right behind me. So I literally can just walk over there and get something to eat and then just sit right back and go on back to my classes. I would actually pick school. I'm going to disagree on that one. Um, But I do have a really good reason for home, though, is that technology is there. For my school, they do not offer computers when we were in school Uh and, like, personal computers that you can take home. You can do your own homework. It's your own login account. And I found that doing homework on technology on your computer or doing any type of schoolwork is so much easier than pen and paper you get so much done faster. It's neat, it's organized, it's always there. And you can never blame anyone for losing the homework except (laughs) yourself. So there's that. But I would actually choose school. I wouldn't have chose this answer in the middle of the pandemic because I was very comfortable at home. But now since everything's coming back to like before, I think I would choose school because I really do miss the interactions. And a part of learning is to be doing teamwork and to talk to your friends and to do group work. So that's one thing that I do really miss. So for my preference, I think school is like an actual way you can see people, you can actually learn things instead of sitting in front of a screen. Having your space at home, I guess you can say that it relieves stress because you're not as around as many people and you can also learn to your own extent. But what do you think, Christy? I'm also have to gonna go both, but the school takes the higher ground in this case. So from being at home, say you have multiple siblings or you may just be an only child, being at home, looking at a computer screen all day, sure, you're at home, you're in your bed, you're comfy, you're still learning. You have everything that you need right then and there at that moment. The only thing that you're going to end up lacking is that connection, that interaction with people. So it's kind of like you're making yourself shelled in so that way it's only, oh, I only need myself to rely on this, that, and the other. I really don't need anyone else's point of view. But with that school you have that interaction, you get the help that you need, and it allows you to express yourself in a different way rather than you would at home. Personally, I'm going to give the higher ground to school because I'm a people person. So I kind of miss the interaction face-to-face between people. I mean, like, yeah, I could still do it through a screen, but it'd be better to have it face-to-face. So both of you, I respect your decisions (laughs) hands down because... Both of them are equally as amazing safe space for you to put yourself in and feel as if you can grow. If you can make your own ideal learning space, what would be in this space? What things would you have to help you? So I feel like the way I'm going to explain this is going to kind of sound like a chronicle. Um, So (laughs) I feel like it would be like 
hybrid because I remember whenever our school went to hybrid, it wasn't bad. Like, I actually kind of like it. There wasn't that many people at school, so it wasn't, like, overcrowded. And then you were at home, so you would also have those extra resources and food. And then the resources I would have on one day, I would have, like, my teachers, if I ever needed help, with, like, a certain assignment. And then the other days, like, I would be at home with, like, other technology and have like all my other resources like my own supplies. I like having my own supplies rather than using a teacher's supplies because I feel like I can keep my own stuff organized in my own way. I want to actually add on to that. I was thinking of like schools but everybody has their own bed in (laughs) school. Something like that. I think that's what I would choose. Everybody has their own cubicle. You can obviously exit. You can talk to all your friends, but also come back and just enjoy your own space because sometimes you will miss that um, just being by yourself. For me, it would be probably like a garden where you can come in. Like if there's vegetables growing, you can pick stuff. Or there could be a space where you can just chill out, read a book, look at the butterflies fly around. And there could be a place where you can just absolutely goof off because every now and then, holding everything in, you just need a place to just decompress, ah, let it all out. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. So having a space where it's just like open where, sure, you might need to take your mind off of stuff and you like making produce and making your own food. You can come here, grab the stuff that you want, and just go about your day. We won't pay you no mind. That's up to you what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just the type of person who likes to mellow out, chill, really don't like so much being focused on you. We have that spot right there for you to do X, Y, Z. That's up to you. This pandemic, I know many people have held a lot of things in, especially because they're at home. They're probably stuck with their siblings, their parents 24-7, and they really can't let out the steam that they usually do when they're around their friends. So just having like different spaces where people can just do whatever it is you may be feeling like you want to do at that time of moment, that would be like the safe space that I would build. Do you think safe spaces changed your character in any type of way, whether it's changing how you think, how you feel? Because many people during and after the pandemic had a bunch of changed mindsets, and I want you guys' insight. So if you guys could elaborate on that a bit. Kind of because I feel like I'm the same person that I was before the pandemic started, but I also feel like I'm different. Like, I definitely see the world in a different way. I like the same things, and I feel like I, in a way, act the same way. I feel like the only difference is, like, I'm in a new area, Mm -hmm. and the world is different. I actually was just talking to one of my friends about this, and we both agreed that because of COVID, we kind of knew who our real friends were. Mm -hmm. That's one big thing that's happened to me, as well as what do you really want for yourself? Because when you're in your own cubicle, in your own room, you kind of realize like where you are heading and you realize what you actually like, what you don't like, what you really need, what you just want. You realize a lot of things about yourself. And I think that's really changed me because I guess I've grown to put myself first, put myself as a priority before others. And yeah, I think that's definitely changed me for the better. Is there anything in any of your safe spaces that you feel as if you might change to make it even, I wouldn't say safer as in like protection, but like safer to you in your own mindset so that way you can grow and do better? I feel like I would make it like super comfortable because like I literally have a desk in the corner of my kitchen, I would have like a couch as the chair and like have all these pillows on it and then like the desk itself. 
I'm gonna say I'm guilty for making a couch as my desk <laughs> chair this year. That's one thing. But this year, I actually made the most out of COVID. I started a club for my school, and it's a free online tutoring program. So that was really exciting. Yay! But I think that's what people should do nowadays: is to make the most of their time because one year has already passed. And almost a half now, and it's gone by so quickly. And that's one big thing that I noticed because of COVID: time passed so fast, and you cannot get it back, even if you really wanted to. So I think make the most out of it. Go out, get some fresh air, and also just make sure you have self-care days. That could be anything, like shutting off your phone for a few days, getting off of all that junk social media, <laughs> speaking to a few friends. Hanging out with them, going out to grab something to eat. I think those are really good ways to kind of revitalize yourself and prepare for the next week. I think it's very important that everyone has their boundaries every now and then, what they need and what they don't need, in order for them to benefit most. So I just wanted to point that out. So to wrap things up, if the conditions for learning can't always be perfect, what do you think is the most important element in creating a quality learning environment? For me, it was easy to like pick out some of the things that a teacher would say if you were learning. Sometimes, like if the conditions weren't that good, you would be online doing online learning, and like your Wi-Fi would go out and it would start like freezing and everything, and like you just wouldn't have Wi-Fi or your thing would keep on glitching. So I feel like what would be easiest to like definitely have like a notepad or something, find out what you're learning and like write that down and if you're not able to pick up everything then go back later and use google and search up what you were learning and like definitely watch youtube videos i feel like that works i actually agree i think that conditions for learning actually aren't always perfect they can't be for me at least i think it's just to have a routine i use a planner and i know that some days i will fall out of that routine but you have a physical object to remind you to go back on track um to add new things challenge yourself so i think that's one of my most important elements is a planner and keeping organized those are both really good points that i should probably keep in mind to <laughs> use because i can be what is known as a scatterbrain which means <laughs> If I see something within the moment, I'm gonna try and get it done as soon as possible, but then I'll forget like I have like three other things I gotta do at that time and moment as well. So definitely I will need to keep both of those down in mind. I wanna say thank you to the both of you for joining us today. It was really meaningful to hear insight in different safe spaces and learning environments that you can grow and thrive in. This Youth Takeover edition of the Remaking Tomorrow podcast is a collaboration of Remake Learning, Knowledge Works, and SLB Radio Productions. Opinions solely reflect those of the individual speaking. Remaking Tomorrow is powered by Remake Learning, a Pittsburgh-based network of people and organizations that ignites engaging, relevant, and equitable learning practices in support of young people navigating rapid social and technological changes. Learn more at remakelearning.org.